Well, a pretty entertaining game here. The first of two this weekend between Merrimack and Minnesota Duluth ends up a 5-5 tie, although Merrimack scores in the uh, three-on-three uh, sudden death overtime. Doesn't count in the standings or the record, but uh, regardless, uh, the Warriors end up coming back. Uh, pretty funny game here, Mark uh, Dennehy, head coach of the Warriors. Uh, like I said, you guys are ahead in the first. Power plays working well. Then you give up some goals on the penalty kill. You fall behind 4-2 with about eight minutes left. You battle back with three goals in less than two minutes. Then they tie it up. Uh, pretty pretty entertaining game tonight yeah you know um i thought there was some positives from it obviously uh coming back was huge the fact that we scored six goals tonight including the three-on-three goal the fact that we our power play was was four for six um you know there's also some things to work on as well i thought we need to do a better job when we get hemmed in in our zone of 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 running around and staying on inside ice and and uh, but we blocked some shots um you know, we didn't get down on the bench. We stayed up for the most part. So, um, again, that's those aren't – you know me well enough to know those aren't uh, – tonight's result wasn't an ideal an ideal game, but you can't always dictate it. And the fact that our guys stuck with it and found a way I think is a big a big uh, point of, of uh, positivity for us. Yeah, and I know we talk a lot, a lot about ebb and flow. It seemed like they were really extremes in this one tonight. You know, for example, uh, you're about five minutes into the second period. you got a two-to-one lead. You're – uh, shooting them five to one, the shots are about even in the game. Then you start to get in penalty trouble, and all of a sudden it goes the other way, and then you know, lasts that way until about midway through the third period, when all of a sudden you guys have that pushback you talked about, and you really battled back at that point. Yeah, you know, we we can learn from that because I thought the first five minutes of the second might have been some of our best hockey. We were playing really well, and then, like you said, we got in penalty trouble. Um, you've heard me say this before: taking a penalty is not is not necessarily the worst thing in the world it's taking clusters of them because you're really short in your bench and you end up having a lot of tired guys and and i thought that's what happened in the second period but we regrouped and came back and uh you know they got that that goal off of a uh you know a kind of miscommunication kind of a, a goalie out of the net wrap around and then we came back we kept coming and so you know but there was. It was a lot of ebb and flow today. I think we've got to do a better job of sort of managing that and not getting too high with the highs or, or low with the lows. I, I will say, I don't think we were too high with the highs. I thought we did a pretty good job once we got the lead in the third. Uh, kid just made a nice play. Yeah. Uh, Jared Colchris had him at the Warrior game tonight. Goal and three assists, four points, led all players. He had, you know, He's played 114 games before tonight. He's never had four points in a game until tonight, so he comes home and, and really leads you guys to come back and at least get that point. Well, we've got a saying in our locker room uh, on the wall. It's from the Navy SEALs. It says, you don't rise to the occasion. You fall back on your training. And, uh, and Jared didn't come in here. Obviously, this is a big night for him as well as our team, but he didn't come in here and rise to the occasion. It's all the little things he's done to this point that, that put him in a position to do what he did tonight. So, um you know, he's already getting ready for tomorrow. That's that's the type of kid this this kid is, and uh, you know, he's he's done a great job for us. I know everybody in that locker room was happy for him. Uh, with that said, you know, he wants to. We, we want to get two points tomorrow. That's the goal. Uh, Brett Cini, two goals tonight. Maybe none prettier than the one he scored uh, to put you guys ahead at the time, five to four. Get, again, a good look from Jared Colquist up the left side, and just blew by everybody went in and scored. You know, with open ice, he's incredibly dangerous. What I was proud of today was, um, you know, it, it was crowded at times, and, and he did a pretty good job of, of not taking too many chances. Um, you know, offensive players sometimes take risks, but, um, you, you know, in, when you're playing good teams, you got to really limit those risky plays. 
which I thought he did a pretty good job of. And then if you if you turn pucks over, it's second, third, fourth efforts to get him back. And I think that's we had a lot of effort tonight. We worked hard. Uh, Sammy Tavernier again, a big night. Jace Hennig as well, guys with multiple point nights. Uh, that power play unit really was on fire tonight. Yeah, we got some good looks. Uh, you know, we put it together last week. Um, not much of a difference in terms of the design that we're looking for. Just some different personnel, and um, you know, it, it, we've got a lot of options on it now. So we've got some dangerous guys uh, in a lot of positions. Uh, you know, unheralded is Derek Petty, who screened the goalie on the last two. He didn't even see him. And that, you know, we've been looking for that. So, um, really happy. Uh, and, and uh, you know, would have liked the, the, the victory in regulation uh, so we could get a win uh, to start the year. But uh, anytime you can get a point in, a, in, in AM, AM soil, you know, you've played pretty well. Well, what were your thoughts on the three-on-three in overtime? I know at that point the game's already gone in the books as a 5-5 tie. If it had been uh, an NCHC game, it would have counted, you know, really, you know, more for practice, I suppose, for you guys. But, you know, uh, you know seeing that, is, is it a, you know, does it, does it give you feeling one way or the other, say, for Hockey East in the future to maybe well, break ties? Well, you know, I, I think people think that it's, it's supposed to be exciting, fast-paced hockey, and we were talking afterwards, it's actually slower and more controlled. Because puck possession is really not in question when you have that much ice. Maybe we go to the uh, development model and we just cut the ice in half and play three-on-three cross ice. I think you'd get more chances. Um, I guess that's a little plug for micro ice. Uh, <laughs> but, um, no, it, 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 I thought it was slow. You know, there, weren't, there were probably more chances in the five-on-five than there were uh, in the three-on-three. Um, but it's a little nerve-wracking. You know, if you're a forward or, or a defenseman out there, you got to stick with your guy. You can't get beat one-on-one. So I thought our guys did a pretty good job for not having played it before. All right, thanks, Mark. We appreciate it. Uh, game two tomorrow night. Hopefully folks tune in. Another entertaining game. We'll talk to you then. Thanks, Mike.